0: So 561 Music now has a hotline. You can call us anytime at 561-203-9122 and ask us any questions you like. Um, you know, some humorous ones or something about um the guests we've had on the show or questions about gear or questions about the festival or anything you like. Um it's of course 561-203 9122. We would love to hear from you. Um, We did a pretty fun little message, so you get to hear that too. Um, Even if you just call up to listen to me and Hector trying to do a good phone message, that's a good enough reason. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you, so uh, please get in touch. Hi guys, I know everyone says this on every YouTube channel, but please could you like and subscribe? To 561 Music Podcast. It's a local music podcast, and all we're trying to do is help local musicians get some exposure. So if you could like it, subscribe it, and uh, also hit the notifications button on the episode, we would really, really appreciate it. And if you're feeling generous, you could subscribe to the Spotify as well. Thank you. A it's what we're doing. Come and check it out, it's what we're all about.
1: welcome welcome to 561 music I'm Hector and there's no Ben today Ben stood me up and he is playing a gig tonight but that's okay he he's allowed to do that he's a musician it's what he does it's how he makes his living so I had to uh, had to give him a pass tonight and let him let him go do his thing he's uh, he's playing with uh, Nico and Mick I believe over at uh, Harry's banana farm so those guys are gonna have a good time tonight uh, without me so you know feel bad for me um <laughs> anyways uh, let's see what did Killbillies do this week and we played up at Meg O'Malley's up in Melbourne, and that place is always, always fun. It's always packed. Um, we always have a great time up there. So, uh, so that was on Friday night, and then uh, I had a quiet Saturday night. I didn't, I didn't play. I, I believe the guys uh, might have played um, in uh, in Jupiter on Saturday afternoon. Um, I think that yeah, they played Saturday afternoon, and then. Um that was it. I don't think I'm not sure if Ben had a, a solo gig or not this weekend, but um but that was it. It was kinda quiet. But speaking of Killbillies, Killbillies are in the running for a um an opening slot for a major band up in New York City in October and um The way you can help us is you can vote for us. You can go to any of our socials, Instagram, Facebook. It's at KillbilliesFL. And uh, the links for for the voting is there. You can vote once a day, uh, every day, and it is completely free. Uh, We passed round one. We got into the top 20 of our group. Uh, we passed round two and got into the top fifteen of our group. So now we're trying to get down into the top ten, and I believe that that uh, that closes out tomorrow. Right now we're currently third. So thank you to those of you that have been voting, uh, but keep voting. We really, really appreciate it, and uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. So um, yeah, without further ado, let's uh, let's introduce today's guest. We have Jasmine and Jaden from Maximum Friction. How you guys doing?
2: We're doing good. Great. <laughs>
1: Well, come on, a little more enthusiasm, guys. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys we're, doing? <laughs> we're great. There I'm you happy go. to be on the podcast. Like Tony the Tiger. I you got guys gotta be, be like, we're great. <laughs> <laughs> um so why don't you guys tell me a little bit about Maximum Friction? Um, you know, how did how did the band originally get started and how did we end up to where we are now with you guys?
3: Well, the band originally started with me, a few teachers, and you know, gradually got like kids closer to my age mm-hmm. and then We lost our guitar player, and I met Jaden on the same day.
1: Where'd you lose him? You
3: you, know, he just, he decided to take a dive in the ocean. Did you find him? And, you know,
1: become a fish. (laughs) He became a fish. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. I mean, (laughs) some people want to be fish. That's fair. (laughs) On the
3: same day, we found Jaden at a jam night, and I went over and I was like, that kid. On the
1: same day that you lost your guitar? on the same
3: day the guitar player said, nah. if
1: If that's not fate, I don't know what is.
3: That's what I said, you know. Little Angeline's right, like right, that. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that, that was at a jam night. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: And um, I was like, "That kid, he's my guitar player." And um, you know, then we also lost a drummer. You know, he didn't he didn't become a fish, he became a bird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he flew away. And um, we've been on a hunt for drummers. So you know, drummers. Yeah. So any yeah. drummers out there, they're
1: looking for a drummer. You know, a permanent drummer. So
3: yes. You know, always doing auditions, always fun. Um, and we've always been a trio, except for, you know, the occasional guest
0: mm-hmm.
3: on stage, which I know we've had Rocky play with us a few times. And we went to Clearwater, and we played with Hardwire, which is a Metallica tribute. And we went to OCC and boot Live with them. And their guest, artist, I guess, that's what you call mm-hmm. him, yeah. he's a guitar player, it was Aiden Fisher who played the Metallica solo on Stranger Things season four. So that was oh, cool. Oh,
1: that's awesome! Yeah, it was that's really, really awesome. I had yeah. just
3: like finished watching the whole thing, <laughs> and like I finally made it to season four. And I watched it. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty
0: funny.
1: Yeah, that's so yeah. awesome. It was
3: fun, and you know, Trooper, finally hearing Trooper like played with us yeah, with I a mean, second guitar harmony was harmony. cool. Yeah. Yes.
1: How was how harmony. was the um. How was the trip to Clearwater? Was that was that your first time? You guys played out of out of town? Or? No, like no. second. Okay. Or third. No, I think
3: it was a third. I think it was third because okay. yeah. we had gone down there once, which it wasn't for a gig. We kind of just showed up at the, at the venue, and the band that was playing was like, "Y'all can come up on stage and play a song." So we did. Okay, and then we came back down there again for an actual gig, and then this would be our second time. And we are actually having another. Show there. I think it's in September 9th. I think it's September 9th. Okay. It's for, like, he calls himself Beanie Guy. It's for his birthday. Nice. So, September yeah. Babies.
1: Nice. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys play a lot. You guys, I mean, Kill Billies plays a lot. You guys play a lot. <laughs>
3: I mean, not really for, like, this summer. This summer we've kind of been taking a chill pill, especially for August. We have no gigs in August. Okay. But yeah. in September we have our first gig on September 2nd. Okay. So.
1: Now, you guys were playing. I know you guys had a what seemed like a standing gig at um, Matthews Brewery. Is that is that still, like, is that going to come back around? Are you guys going to play there a lot still or not so much? or?
3: You want to guess where our first gig get, is on Ma- September second? Math- Matthew's Brewery, September
1: second. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Maximum friction. <laughs> yeah. All right, so well, let's let's get into um, how you guys how you guys individually got started with music. So, Jasmine, I'll start with you. Like, what what All got right. you into music, and what specific – I know you've played a few different instruments yeah. and stuff. So, what what got you into music, and how did you end up? on bass and and you know and how did you end up with the genre of music that you guys play because I mean let's be honest you know as kids I you know I wouldn't expect you guys to be out there rocking melting (laughs) faces off but that's what you do so so how did you how did you go from there to there
3: okay so I started music at younger like a really young age um I guess According to my parents, the first time that I showed signs of, like, being musically inclined, I guess that's what you'd call it, mm-hmm. was three. And instead of being one of those kids that like to hit their hands on the piano, you know, do the whole, yeah. which, you know, I've seen my nieces do, I apparently was making, like, melodies, and if I messed them up, I'd go back and fix them. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how much of that's true but that's what I've been told so you know that's 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 cool All right. but um, when I was four I went to an elementary school of the arts and they placed me in the strings program and I've been playing violins ever since and I got into the high school I wanted to go to which okay. is for violin and at seven I went to a music school that was like outside of like, and they kind of like you know the whole switching thing I wanted to be a singer but my dad was like, You're gonna finish drums first and one of the instruments they put me on, besides like being a singer, was bass. And I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And so I switched to a different music school and you know, I started gradually gravitating towards bass. And about the age of nine, I wanted to I like asked to do a song playing bass. And then i said i want to sing this too and the person pretty much said no you can't and you probably well, can't do it anyways and i was like okay but i'm gonna do it anyways just to show that like i can do it and i came in the next <laughs> week and i was like see what i can do <laughs> that's pretty awesome so yeah and i love the crowd's reaction of me playing and singing bass so i think that's why i stuck with it it made me really happy to see people i who, mean like,
1: there's <laughs> a lot of a lot of famous uh, singing bass players you know that that i I always love seeing stuff like that because you, you know, you you typically see that the guitarist is the front person or whatever, and so um, <laughs> you know when you see when I see people, you know, Geddy Lee and Sting and stuff like that, I just I, like I love that. Like that's to me, I, I I just love seeing it because it's not the norm. You know, the norm is the guitar player singing.
3: He tries yeah. to steal the spotlight. I swear. I
2: yeah, do you do
1: you sing? Do you, I, sing, do you sing in the band successfully too? Successfully
2: did it. Yeah. Do
1: you sing in the band too or no?
2: I do the vocals. And harmonies, back okay. Of vocals,
1: yeah. Nice, nice. So, how did you get started? Have you been always a guitarist, or did you start on something else first?
2: No. Um. As Jasmine said, she's like was uh, musically driven at three. Okay. Mine started at two. Whoa. Yeah. One up to you. Shocker.
1: <laughs>
3: but mine
2: probably wasn't as good. I gotta say that because I would just play, and I'm, when I say play, I mean not actual instruments. I would go with the toys and just shred on those. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember my mom said that I, like, never actually had, like, toys. Yeah. It was all music. And I remember I'd, like, take pots and pans or boxes, and I'd just beat on them as if it was a drum. Okay. And so after that, I went to school, because right now I'm homeschooled, and... And there I was in the orchestra and I played first chair on violin for three years. Nice. And then after that I dropped out and that's when I was in the band with Jasmine. And now I'm homeschooled. And a little before that I for for I I'm remembering things as I go. <laughs> okay. For Christmas. It's okay. <laughs> for Christmas I got a a game on my Wii system called guitar hero and I'd play that for hours all day and night and after that I got my first guitar and
1: now did you ask for a guitar because you were playing guitar no, hero or did they came. just okay
2: Santa knew wow,
1: Santa knew you know.
3: You know, I didn't even know what guitar hero was until I met you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Like, I had to teach you all,
2: all It was the so buttons it was so stuff. bad. I was like I
3: was like, what's that? And then you know, when um my school went to California, me we went to I think I, I don't even remember where what the arcade was called, but um me and my friends saw a guitar hero thing. It didn't even work, but we still like grabbed the guitar and we were like, I have a picture Might I do not I don't Busters. think I've ever met a guitarist
1: uh-huh. that I don't think I've ever met a guitarist that was a guitarist first and then played guitar hero and was actually good at guitar hero because they get they get confused. It's just buttons. You know? Yeah. It's
2: way different. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean I'm good at it, but that's because I suck at guitar, so you know, it's fine. Yeah.
2: It's one or the other.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool man. And so then you you were playing guitar and then you went to a jam night. Now where was the jam night?
2: But instead I gravitated more towards the drums and from there I'd start taking guitar lessons and my parents told me to keep going but I gave up for a small period of time okay and then eventually like i think the next year i went back to guitar and it was starting to get easier and then from the school of rock shows i started to to gig with my teacher okay and after that i just started to go all over through jam nights and stuff just different jam
1: nights at different like different venues and stuff yeah okay cool
2: and then jasmine saw me on i think it was facebook and then they they're like oh this kid is a guitar player and we need one so they went there and she's like i got you you're my guitar player. <laughs> i got you <laughs> you're she mine cla- now she claimed
1: you man yes she claimed like, this
2: one i want that she one. <laughs> put a maximum
1: friction sticker on your forehead and she was like you are in yeah you are in All basically right, cool. very cool man very very cool um so as far as um, things you guys have done, I know Jasmine, you've done a few, you've done a few different things. Um, like a, aside from Maximum Friction, like you've done some collaboration stuff with people overseas, like over yes. over the internet and stuff. Yes. Like, is, tell me a little bit about that experience.
3: Okay, so. I have had a few videos on like YouTube and stuff on different people's um pages, mine and all the other members mm-hmm. and the bands and stuff like that. And my main friend, who i I talked to her every so often, sometimes it's hard because you know she lives in Thailand, sure. and so it's like, are you up or are you not? <laughs> but um Petty from Thailand, she's a good friend of mine. she plays guitar and um she's I think a year younger than me. okay. And she's really fun to communicate with. I was actually really surprised how good her English was from, I don't know how she learned like English. Cause you know, I think, but like, she was like, oh yeah. Cause I knew she sung a lot of songs in English. But she's really, she's really fun to I talk I think they to.
1: teach, I think in a lot of foreign countries, they teach English as a second language as a, as a, as a subject in school. Just like you, you kind would of take like
3: Spanish, Spanish or, French, or French. Yeah. But I
1: think in a lot of countries, and I, I don't know, I don't know about there, but I think in a lot of countries, it's like, like a mandatory subject, like science or math or anything else. Oh. You know? yeah. Well, yeah. I
3: mean, That's Spanish cool. and French are technically mandatory because you have to take it take two a lang- years. You have to take two years yeah. of language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how well that like resonates with anybody because yeah. like nobody ever remembers it.
1: But, but. but. But in terms of in terms of uh, like you know speaking of like the languages and stuff now, if I'm not mistaken, one of those videos that I saw you in, you were actually singing. You were singing in In Thai. In Thai, yeah.
3: That that took a lot of work. Like I sat down at a computer. We had to find like versions that were written in English letters so I could like break down sounds and. I pre- my friend Petty, she pretty much told me, she was like, singing is a lot easier than speaking it, sure. and that what you're sp- singing is good enough.
1: <laughs> so were you, I mean, did, did you have any idea what you were singing?
3: There was a English translated version, was, so okay. I did know what I was saying. Okay, all right. <laughs> it was about rainbows. <laughs> Oh, totally.
1: I mean everybody loves rainbows, right? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, so we usually ask the guests and I, I know what the answer is gonna be for you guys, but we usually ask the guests, um, because they're old like me and uh you know, they have other things going on in life, um, do you still practice? So do you like aside from from your shows or, you know, getting together as a band and practicing or anything like that, do you guys individually practice your instruments?
3: It's mandatory for me. It is. I go to a music school and <laughs> they would yeah. not allow it.
1: <laughs> well but, but you're practicing violin, right? Uh,
3: yeah. I it depends. I definitely sometimes especially with school starting again, sometimes yes. it gets hard to keep track of what I'm doing, especially because I play so many instruments. And now I'm not just practicing. It's not just bass and violin. It's bass, violin, vocals, any other extra lessons I'm taking. So like guitar or drums, yeah. if I was going to take that, like it's, it's everything combined. So sometimes when I go downstairs it's like well what am I in the mood for today <laughs> so I might not practice so- an instrument every day okay but I practice instruments every you day practice that something. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: and so when you practice are you practicing like specific songs and things like that or are you practicing techniques or scales or you know the, the traditional stuff
3: again it definitely depends on the instrument sure for violin it's definitely we're kind of trained to start with first like scales and something to warm you up and then etudes and like stuff like that and then do our pieces and then do school pieces and so sometimes you know with that it's a little more structured but with bass i kind of go downstairs i kind of just like start playing something start
1: jamming and then if i like (laughs) play
3: a song you know that's cool and when I play bass, I try to incorporate my singing, but sometimes it's easier to break the two apart because I learn more from it. Sure. Because it's definitely easier to focus on one instrument if you're playing only one well, instrument. Well, you can sing
1: in the car, so you can practice that every day. <laughs> yes. Sing in the car, sing in the shower, sing wherever you want. Uh, Jaden, how about you? Do you do you practice
2: Yes. Oh no, indeed. I put
1: you in the hot seat. It's okay to say no because I don't. No, I was
2: gonna say no (laughs) because I don't like practice, practice. Okay. I grab my guitar in my free time, rarely, and I'll just like noodle something that like I know I have to practice for the next lesson, or there's a new song, and if there's anything new that I have to. I will. Yeah. But I already know like master puppets and all them. I just yeah. have to refresh real quick. and that's Right. About so, but it. if
1: you're picking up your instrument and you're refreshing a song or you're learning a song to play with the band or a new song that you guys are doing, that's practicing. I mean, you're, you are practicing.
2: Yes, but that's rare. <laughs> oh, I we gotcha. don't. We don't really get new songs now because of the drummer situation. I mean, well, we do I, have new songs. I
1: get that though. I yeah. get that. I mean, it's I easy, I play well. the, the upright bass, so it's it's kind of hard sometimes. It's not. It's not like just hanging on a hook and I just uh, grab it, walk by and play it. You know, it's, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a. It's really a little harder. It yeah, it's it's pain. It's pain. So I don't do it as nearly as often as I should. Um, but yeah, so I, I get it. And believe it or not, there's a better, higher percentage than not of people that have come on this podcast and say that they don't practice. So I mean, yeah. you're not alone, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say
3: that, especially during the summer, like during school, I kind of get reminded of it because I play an orchestra and stuff like that and now apparently there's a class that we take that not only is it like tech because it's called instrument techniques Mm -hmm. not only are we like getting told our teacher pretty much told us like on a freshman invasion thing he was like this class is pretty much to teach you how to practice (laughs) (laughs) so we're pretty much going to practice for that class so it gives me a chance to get violin out of the way for a day or two for like two to three days a week so I can focus more on like our band
1: nice so have you guys have you either one of you guys ever heard of uh, practice warriors so <laughs> practice yeah practice warriors yeah, practicewarriors.com. hero <laughs> check, check it out um, it is a website uh, it's a local guy and it's a website um, it basically has lessons on there not lessons on how to play your instruments but lessons on how to practice like how to create structures hmm. and routines to make it easier for you to fall into these practices and and you know even if it's five minutes a day it's still something you know yeah yeah check it out if you guys get a chance um so i know you're homeschooled Jaden, right yeah and then you are going to dreyfus this year
3: yes i oh, am nice i'm nice. a freshman and my
1: daughter's <laughs> gonna be a senior this year she's uh, she's in communications so.
3: communicate oh my god i one of my best friends is a communications major i love her
1: <laughs> she loves it there yeah I, you're gonna love it she i'm really excited
3: I'm so excited! I've been wanting to go to this school since I was like in third grade. So
1: yeah, yeah, you're gonna love it. She started. She when she started, um, she finished her her last year at Bach during the whole COVID thing and all that stuff. So it was all online, and unfortunately, she started her freshman year. And it was still the COVID thing. So she started like three-fourths of her freshman year were online. So she didn't have that whole freshman experience and everything. Mm -hmm. You're obviously going to get that. So it'll be a little different for you. But she loves the school, though. I mean, she absolutely loves the school. And I mean, my niece went there. My other niece went there. Um, you know, my daughter's going there. Like I, yeah, there's a lot of people I know from there. I think Rocky even went there. Yeah. yeah Rocky yeah. went
3: there. My, one of my older violin teachers went there. Actually, my current violin teacher went nice. there. Our, nice. The director for the orchestra went there.
1: <laughs> and then came <laughs> so, back and started yeah, teaching. Yeah. He was
3: like, Hey, I'm going to come here again. Um, and you know, for the whole COVID thing, my sixth grade year was that. That okay. was my sixth grade year which was uh, <laughs> I think the hardest part about it for me is being so such a social person sure. was not being able to like really communicate with people because if you didn't already know people making new friends was really really hard because you were like not allowed to even hug somebody like sure. it was like you couldn't get close enough to have a good conversation oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, like, of course
1: of course so hard <laughs> <laughs> um all right so uh you guys had um you got you guys have played mo- well for a while now you guys have been playing covers and i know you guys you've been doing these you know these bigger longer gigs you know several hours that kind of thing you know the, the typical cover gigs type thing um but you guys just recently started writing music which is in part why we have you on the podcast we really focus on original music so you guys have a few songs and you've been starting to record with rocky I believe
3: yes yeah Yeah. nice
1: so how's that working out like is that um where are you guys recording is it like his home studio or at my house oh okay that's where
3: except for the vocals except for the vocals it was here oh you did those those here here. yes oh
1: i recorded right here here at live music community Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah that's awesome um and so why don't you guys tell me a little bit about the writing process like when you guys are when you guys are writing music, is it like one of you guys is coming up with the idea and then you the other, the other guy you know the other person's just playing it, or yes. is it or is it you guys collaborating, or are you kind of doing stuff together, or how's it working?
3: You talk.
2: It's, <laughs> like, a, it's like a mixture because uh, from what I got from it, me or Jasmine will be playing at the house, and then we'll come over for rehearsal. And after we rehearse all the songs, we'll be like, hey, I came up with this riff, and then we'll collaborate on that, and we can make it so we both agree, or maybe we already agree on that one idea. Okay. So technically, um, I'll be like, you know, I play my guitar, I have my riff, and then Jasmine will just have vocals in her head and make it fit the melody
1: so you're doing you're doing the the lyrics
2: i do the bass part and my lyrics so the vocal melody
3: usually falls on my bass part um sometimes me and jaden will collaborate on what like drums like he usually does drums if we don't have a drummer in the room okay because he also plays drums so when i'm Uh at his house i'll be like Hi, I have this beautiful bass line that
2: I would love drums to go with. Could you nice. please play something? Nice, nice. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, sure. I'll go through like 50 beats before she's happy. <laughs> She'll be like, slow it down, fast it up, do double time. not a kick drum there. <laughs> I mean.
1: You know, it's, it's what the drummer's there for, you know? They're
2: just a drummer. Yeah, you're
0: just, you're just a drummer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's really cool. You So, you guys, you guys collaborate when you guys are are writing stuff which i love um you know there's a lot of bands that one person just writes everything and everybody just plays it so i I like that you guys are, are collaborating and stuff and then when you're recording this stuff and you're collaborating and you've got stuff written um and you're going to rocky and rocky's you know recording and stuff um does he have any input as well like you know from a producer from a producer type uh you know the standpoint is he is he kind of guiding you guys a little bit or are you just kind of coming in there and going nope we have this we got it For just me. record buddy he
3: actually helped yeah it depends yeah. it depends on like what we're doing like nice. I know when we walked in the song that um, is like almost like completely done is frenemy and when we did that we kind of had an idea of what we were doing but a lot of the um add-ons to the song weren't with instruments it was with vocals so it was kind of me and yaz who were here and we were like adding things to it which ended up being Fabulous mistakes. I yeah. love
1: I love that it's Yaz and Rocky and it's, it's, <laughs> it's LMC guys helping you guys out. <laughs> I know for Jaden,
2: though. Yeah, for me. For the other song was a lot of guitar things. Yeah, I had the harmonies on it, and I told Rocky, hey, I want to do, like, a bend here or something, and he'd help me out and say, okay, so you have that. Let's do one and move, like, four frets up, and it just made it, like bigger yeah,
1: it's always nice to have someone else someone else's ear you know kind of yeah when you're that close to it and stuff you're 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 doing it over and over and over again and going yeah i really like this riff but there's just like you know i, I just need something else and then it's always nice to have that little extra input in there so yeah 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 that's awesome that's awesome um so another question that we typically ask our uh our uh Uh, older guests is uh, when they were young so basically for you guys now Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) when when you're young um, you know uh, did you have did you have a supportive structure at home to um, you know to get you guys involved in music and stuff like that and I'll start with you Jasmine and I know that the answer is (laughs) yes because your dad is like like, he's all into this. Yes,
3: he is. I've always kind of... My... Shout
1: out to Doug. <laughs>
3: my dad has always... Both of my parents have always been really involved in like my okay. music life. My mom... It's always kind of been funny because my mom usually takes me to the school things while my dad usually works with me for the band and stuff like that. But they always collaborate together. So it shows my mom will be selling merch and my dad will be running sound. And at the school events, my dad will always just be there and my yeah. mom would always be helping and stuff like that. So it's always fun. I definitely get my music taste from my dad. He kind of always throws things at me and I kind of grasp on and then learn more about it than he does. <laughs> and so that's always fun.
1: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. He, he, gets, uh, he gets pretty involved in all, in all the, uh, the music stuff stuff and and i love it i mean i see him out there um you know helping run sound and bringing his sound system and stuff for um for some of the um Long live the scene stuff that Rocky or not Rocky Ricky Ricky Rocky and Ricky I get those guys confused I don't know how but I get them confused um, that Ricky does um, and so um, yeah and, and even even at the five six one music fest um, your dad came out and saved the day with uh, with lights for us on the second stage because there was no lights so um, yeah so thank you Doug <laughs> um, and how about you Jaden how you know are you uh, you said you're you got a, a guitar for Christmas and stuff so I have to I have to assume your parents are pretty supportive of the music stuff.
2: Yes, they they are now. Like since they've known, they've like spent like the whole half of the living room yeah. is my setup. Oh, There's wow! There's a drum set there, and in the because like in the layout of our house, you walk into the door. Is, and, is it? A,
1: it's a house, not an apartment or anything, right? No, okay. it's a house. All right, yeah.
2: So you walk in, and to the left, where the living room is, you turn and you look left, and you see a drum set. All my cases of basses, guitars, whatever it is, there's, um, what are those big speakers called? Oh, no. Um, um, not monitors. The, um, oh, God. <laughs> no, I hate when you're Do you know what it's
1: called? Speakers?
3: Like the, we'll just the say two, speakers like, the two like monitors that like sit there but like they're not monitors
1: just the front of house speakers they're, they're just sure Mains. yeah
3: yeah Mains. those things Mains. yeah
2: so <laughs> thank you have...
1: justin <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we have one main on this side we have my lovely carpet that i recently got for christmas okay and my drum set on top of it Carpet. of course yes <laughs>
1: the rug the and drum rug
2: we have my actual guitar section with my amp, my guitar. I have a keyboard in the on the wall there, and there's another main there. Okay, so we have a full kind of stage setup without any lights or anything. Man,
1: that's awesome. So it's yeah. a great practice area. yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
2: You know what the best part is, though. I can have a party and just bring Jasmine and whoever else. We can jam there, and there's a couch right in front of there, so we can have all right, a little so audience. I can invite
1: all the thousands of listeners we have. We're going to have a party at your house? Is that what it is? Yeah, maybe
2: 10. Maybe 10. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not, ten. Okay, yeah. my yard can
3: hold that many people, we'll so ha- we'll do it at my house. We'll have to run a contest
1: and only select 10 <laughs> listeners to come to, come to, your, uh, come yeah. to your house. The
3: 10 best listeners. right, right, right.
1: <laughs> Our ten best uh best fans. Um so I think this is a good time to uh to take a minute and watch the video you guys submitted and then we can talk about that.
2: Yeah. Yay. All right. All right.
0: Hi, this is Ben from 561 Music. We are a local music podcast that is completely designed to promote and um, shed light on local music and if you would like to be a part of that we're looking for sponsors so um, you could have your ads in the episode and in all the show notes and we'll, we will read you bespoke ads or you can Write your own ads yourselves, um, if you want to find us, you can find us at five six one music podcast on the socials or www561 five six one music dot com we 'd love it if you got in touch. thanks a lot. We are also sponsored by oasis root now Oasis root Carver bar is in Sea grape Square on Indian town Road, and it is a carver bar if you don 't know anything about carver it 's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water, and it has been in Polynesia, for potentially thousands of years, it's a it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where you know that brings people together. Um, you will take a a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that it's meant to be something to bring people together it's uh has a kind of an effect which is i guess a kind of a slightly warming effect Uh, it just kind of makes you feel nice it's not particularly intoxicating it's not like drinking alcohol so the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house It's pretty chill in there. Um, You get all sorts of different types of Carver Bars. Some of them are more like a club, you know, this sort of like black light and EDM playing. And some of them are more like a cafe. This is one of the cafe type of ones. It's it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam. Or baby foot as they call it in France. And... uh, Yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy, and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there, all sorts of things going on at Oasis Route Carver Bar. 561 Music is sponsored by Live Music Community. It's where we film the podcast that you're listening to right now, and it's also where I work. Gavin, Hector's son, was a student here for a long time, and in many ways he's the musician he is today because of the teachers at Live Music Community. We taught him not only about his instrument, but also about being in a band, and his band Unemployed Youth accomplished a lot of goals, mostly band etiquette, how to work together, and all of the nitty-gritty that goes into being in a band on a day-to-day basis. The student signs up for lessons, learns their instrument, joins a real band, and decides the direction it goes in. And we can take people from very young age you know six or seven years old all the way up to 80 you know there's no age limit here um we've run an adult program for people who want to be in a band as adults but really the main focus is on the on the kids and getting them playing together and in bands um we are also a studio a live stream venue and we can record audio or video the killbillies live album warts and all was it was recorded during a live stream that we did during COVID. Justin had a great idea to record live streams during COVID. A ton of bands came in and it was a real success. Um, but outside of that, we can record albums. We can help you with your EPK and we have full audio visual capabilities here. LMC is in Palm Beach Gardens on the Northwest corner of Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. It's north of the gas station right before you get to North Lake on Military Trail. And if you go to livemusiccommunity.com, you have all the information you'll need right there. Thanks. All right. So we just heard an ad for Live Music Community,
1: which is where we are sitting right now recording. It's so uh, Justin and Yaz and, and Ben and Rocky and all those guys work. So um, why don't you guys uh, give me a, a little bit of advice that you might give uh, a young and upcoming musician, seeing as you guys are young musicians yourselves.
3: Okay, I think the biggest thing is Like, I know for especially musicians, what a lot of like music schools will do is like get you to try different instruments. But if you're feeling passionate towards one instrument but you're focusing on another, just like finish what you're doing and then you can move on. Because if you finish what you're doing and then you don't, you know, you don't like it and you want to try something different, that's good. But if you kind of like finish things halfway, you never really get a good idea of the instrument or anything. Yeah,
1: that's some good advice. Yes. What about you, Jane?
2: So for me, um, of course, I agree with you. That's, that's great advice. Thank you. Um, let's see. I had something in my head, and then I just paid attention to you. Um,
1: <laughs> she stole your thunder, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> it's okay to say she took my answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that's not the case. Um, just, of course, just never give up as a lot of people say yeah and if you do like because how my story went you know i couldn't do the guitar it Mm -hmm. was too hard for my little hand and if you (laughs) if you don't feel comfortable with it like at the time you can always try it again to make sure you know it's always good to have a double check
1: Awesome man. That's good good advice. Good advice. Yeah. Um so we just had uh, the pleasure of uh, watching a a a short clip from uh, a video uh from one of your songs Frenemy. Um it was just kind of a teaser because uh, the song is not released yet. Um so tell me a little bit about the song. Like the inspiration behind the song maybe or anything like that?
3: <laughs> okay. So, you know, when it comes to writing songs, most of my songs are inspiration-based. So, like, something I've read or something that's happened. And this song was about, like, really it was about my 7th grade experience. Okay. And there's, there was this one person, we're not going to give dinner or anything, but there was this one person that would tease me for certain things. And I, you know, I never was too bothered by it, but it definitely made me, like, reflect on myself and even though the song really actually has nothing, like, to do with any of the events that happened to, between me and this person, it was based off of that. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. And, so so life experience.
3: Yeah, and it was kind of like the whole, like, chorus, like, friend of me, you've got a friend in me. It was kind of like we, we were in the same major, so I had, like, five classes with this person. Okay. And so it was like I couldn't just walk away from them, so, and a lot of my friends— we're friends with her friends so it was it was really hard to like kind of like not but but but, you know at the end of the year we got to like saying hi in the hallways with that good old side eye
0: (laughs) 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 so it's always it's
3: always like hi jasmine (laughs) Nice, nice.
1: that's kind of how i greet ben and justin and all those guys um so that was a teaser, and that's because the song's not released yet, as I mentioned. So, um, do you guys have an idea, a ballpark idea, of when you are targeting or trying to release it by?
3: Well, I know for a fact that I definitely want it before my birthday, and my birthday is September 22nd. Okay. So, like late August or late September, I hope that it will be released by late August. Okay. Or at least and,
1: September. and I assume it'll be released on uh, all the usual spotify apple music all that kind of stuff streaming services yes
3: awesome. and um i actually it's it's going to be released as a single and then probably on a later date with other songs as an ep okay but i already made like the album cover and i actually think like the cover that i drew for it is actually in the video that was watched oh awesome so you know awesome it's really fun
1: Yeah, awesome. And you guys have, you have uh, a couple more songs in uh, various production stages, I believe, right? You have one that's almost done, right? Yes. Nice. Yeah. What do you have left on it? Some vocals, or
3: it's just adding the vocals, and like I think I'm gonna redo them again.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. You're allowed to do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure we're calling it nameless, right?
3: No, no, no. I'm, okay. You, I have to say, I, I know a lot of people who have listened to the song and listened to the lyrics are like nameless fits it was a default name because i didn't know what to call it but i'm starting to lean. i know this is like really it's giving megadeth mechanics vibes but um like more leaning towards more robotics because it's technically about cyborgs so come on (laughs) like
2: Uh, it's the perfect name just a little bit
1: i like that cyborgs i like cyborgs (laughs) I had a friend that was a side. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> all right. So this is the part of the podcast um, where I get up and do a silly dance. Um, no, this is the part of the podcast where we, uh, we put some uh, photos up on the screen of your gear, except uh, you guys submitted a few photos, and I told Justin, surprise me. So we're going to play gear roulette and see what comes up first and that's your cue, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. No.
0: Uh, Damn okay, it. All right. So
1: so this is a, apparently Jaden's uh board. So why don't you walk us through this? Uh, what you got on there and why you got it on there and what you like about it and what you don't like about it and then uh, and then I'll listen intently because uh, I'm in the pedal purchasing mode right now, so there oh, might be cool. something that I that I that I
2: like. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I just want to say before we get into the pedals Um, the order matters. They're not just there. (laughs) And I recently learned that like months ago. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: yes. recently, right? Okay. We all had to learn that. I had I, to learn that. I'll, yeah. I'll
1: tell you what. I am extremely much older than you, and I just learned that about three weeks ago.
0: <laughs> really?
1: So, yep. Wow. I, I, as a bass player, I've never really... I've always just enjoyed a clean sound and whatever I can get out of the amp. I, I've really never used pedals. I just recently started using pedals, and... Mm-hmm. I start. I started putting together a pedal board, and I, I picked up a couple of different pedals. I, I think I got an envelope filter recently. I cool. got a booster. And so I I found out, the hard way, mm-hmm. that um, <laughs> that the order actually matters. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's huge. That's important. There's a whole science behind it. I I don't even pretend to even know why. <laughs> I just
3: pretend like I know what I'm talking about I when
1: just, I say, talk I about just it. ask Ben. I just say, what should be first? And then he tells me. So.
2: That one. <laughs> yeah. All right. So... Uh, we're going to start in order from first to last. Which one's first? Okay, first is, okay. <laughs> S- start on the, the right, last... correct? Huh? Start on the right? No, you start on the left.
1: Oh, Yeah. okay.
2: Because, okay, so technically we're, if you're seeing the, the photo, uh, I plug into the pedal on the top right, that's mm. my tuner pedal, Okay. and it goes into the wah pedal. Gotcha. And then it'll go out to the amp. So we're going to start with the booster that is not connected to anything Okay. because for that to work properly, you have to put it through a thing behind the amp, and it's technically just one button. I have the knob all the way up, yeah. so it boosts it. <laughs>
1: you use that for like your solos and stuff like that? And just yeah. Just boost the I rarely
2: yeah. use it, though. I haven't used it. I think it's coming off. Okay. It, fills it a space, though.
1: So. I, I literally I literally
2: <laughs> Yeah. <Literally me. laughs>
1: just bought a booster because with the with the upright bass, it has that real, you know, boomy bottom end. Ooh. Yeah. And then so when I boost it, um, you know, when there's a line that I got to play or something and I need it to really just stick out, um, you know, not not yeah. a solo per se, but something that I need to stick out. Um, I want to do, a, you know, I want to boost it. So I, I, I just bought a clean booster. Um, cool. Yeah, it was nice.
2: So the next one on the list is that digital delay, mm-hmm. the silver one. I have the same one. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to... Let's see what you come up for that. Uh. <laughs> so, um, I don't have the level all the way up, so it kind of just fades away. Okay. And it's actually kind of different because the last knob on there, if I put it, like, on any of the three settings, it's not delay. It's, like, so quick, it sounds like a reverb.
0: Okay. Yeah, but so I don't a little use a slap that. back. Yeah.
2: Nice. Um <coughs> the one next to that is my reverb. Okay. And I'm kinda still learning how to use that a little bit. But with this one it's actually it's kind of new to me because there's a little level a little lever on there that chooses to put in a tiny bit of delay to make it like bigger sounding. Okay. And depending on the song, I could have it up or down. Um, The next one is my overdrive pedal for distortion. So it's not clean when I'm playing Master of Puppets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nor should it be. Yeah.
2: Um, The phaser, I usually keep um, very low. So it's like an ocean sounding and it's not like whoosh, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. like a fan.
1: Do you keep that on like a lot of the time or just, just kick it Maybe, on here and there?
2: I don't keep it for like solos. It kind of just has to be there. Sometimes I use it instead of a wah pedal Okay, so I can stand in the front of the stage and not in the corner.
1: And showboat. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you got, it looks like a chorus pedal there? Yeah. Okay. The
2: chorus pedal I use for my clean tones mm-hmm. to give it so it's not, like, dry. Yeah. And after that is my wah pedal that I rarely use.
1: And now, if you turn them all on at the same time, do they start smoking? Rarely? No. No, <laughs> no I, I, I can make them smoke. I've
2: tried that before at my house.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. You're breaking well, your pedals? Yeah, don't burn your house No, down, right. I just
2: have a little <laughs> smoke machine oh, called yeah. a, microfig- a mi- micro fogger. Words. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> and right. the one the last one, the last pedal that I plug into is my tuner. Okay. No settings. Yay. Just an on and off button.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Let's see what's next here in uh in Gear Roulette.
0: Yeah. Wow, I, know,
3: I, know. Oh, okay. I didn't expect that. Okay. So there is a missing pedal. <laughs> my chorus pedal, it's green and it ran away. I couldn't find it
2: <laughs> to take this thing. Why do things keep running away from you? I know, you? they
3: all go away. <laughs> I don't know where any of my stuff is. Anyways, but I I never um, use my chorus pedal. And so, you know, I, I used it for a portion of time, but I don't really use it anymore. Same with my delay pedal because it's not plugged in. Okay. But it's the same one Jaden has, but I really don't use that one either. Yeah. <laughs> but the top four... Are probably my main form. That one in like the, the not the one right next to the wah pedal. That's not the tuner. <laughs> I like never use, but I think it's compression pedal. I'm yep. pretty sure that's what yep. it is. Um, <laughs> you can tell I really don't use it because I don't really know what it is. <laughs> I, I don't know how to use it very well. Um, you push the button. I, wow, <laughs> that's a shocker. <laughs> no, just setting it and stuff. It's really, it's definitely really hard for me. Um,
1: Compression's a tricky thing. But once you get the hang of it, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna yeah. love that pedal. I promise you. I that. took
2: that off my board. <laughs> I know I'm about to like throw it away. It just looks cool
3: there, you know. It and looks what's cool. The, what's,
1: what's the other one next to that? Okay, pedal?
3: so the one right next to it, I think it's my the I think it's called the Dark Glass pedal. But it's basically just my fancy way of saying it's distortion for my bass. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I actually really do love that pedal. I swapped that. I swapped my Morley Wah pedal. That was a fuzz and Wah for that distortion pedal and my new wall pedal and nice. i like my wall pedal as well because i do not have to click a button on and off for it. i can just put my foot there yep it's so much easier nice <laughs> and then my lovely tuner
2: pedal
1: nice we have the same Sim- one too simplicity, I like <laughs> it. it's actually
2: very um precise yeah so they're not different yeah so yeah. we have the same tuner pedal for that
1: nice simplicity i like it um all right justin Let's go with the uh, the next image.
3: <gasps> it's me again? Oh,
1: oh yeah. man. Okay, okay, okay. I'm seeing a I nice have my, stack of I speakers have there. Amp. Nice. Okay, this is
3: probably my favorite amp. But what you can't see in this picture is that right next to it is my other bass amp.
1: <laughs> is it bigger than that one? Cause that's a pretty big <laughs> bass like, amp. It's like
3: the same size. It's a little taller because okay. it's like a whole speaker. And then... On the other side of that bass amp is my subwoofer. <laughs> nice. It's all the bass stuff in one side of the room.
1: Is this your main bass that you this play?
3: This is my main... Actually, correction. This is not my main bass that I play. I okay. usually play my four string, but it's the same brand. It's the same sure. model. It just has four strings instead of five. This is my five string okay. that I have been gravitating to more recently. Um, definitely one of my favorite instruments, though. I, I do, Once I pick my basses... I like latch onto them for like a good three years. That's me. And then it's like I have to move on. <laughs> but um I do love this bass and, you know, definitely been gravitating towards it more. That,
1: that's me. I have I have a ton of basses and it's because I'll I'll get a bass and I'll I'll play it for like a really long time. And then I'll find another bass, and then that becomes my new favorite bass, yep. and I'll play that for a really long time. But I can't get rid of the old one because it's nope. just Memories. there. Yeah, <laughs> it's just there. So.
3: I know for this one, um, bef- like I got my four-string first, and I had two five-strings before I got this brand, and they were Jackson's. And we're actually... I think we, we gave away both of them, finally. Um, But I hadn't really latched onto the whole five-string thing yet, mm-hmm. but... Once I got my four string, that's the same brand. Um, I was starting to realize that I needed a five string to make things easier for myself. Sure. And as soon as I got a five string to make things easier for songs that could use a four string, I started gravitating towards five string songs. And it's it's so much fun. It's just that's like fair. it's like you know that E string, you know the yeah. low, and yeah. then and then you hit the B string, and it's like yeah, it's, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's got a nice fat sound to it. I played, uh, I play, well, I was I was playing. Uh, five string for a while, and then uh, I was in a, a Nirvana tribute band with Justin. And um, for authenticity's sake, I, I picked up a few basses that were all four string because that's what he played. Um, mm-hmm. And and now it's it, I find, I'm finding it hard to get back into my five string. Like I'm really enjoying playing the four string now. So yeah, yeah,
3: it sometimes is easier.
1: It's an acquired taste for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, I think we got one more photo, right? <laughs> I wonder who's going to It's to be Jaden. You're well, mine, up, buddy.
2: Mine doesn't have an amp. Mine Does yours is have five, five
1: strings also? Huh? Does yours have five strings also?
2: No, mine is one <laughs> up. To, I have six strings.
0: <laughs> oh, All right.
2: <laughs> so, this is a Dean guitar with a whammy, and none of my other guitars have a whammy bar. And it's kind of, like, really hard to find whammy bar guitars because most of them are Floyd Roses, and I hate them.
0: Because uh, you
2: can't tune them. Yeah. You have to mess with the springs in the back, and it's just, it's terrible. My it's pretty sweet-looking guitar, it. though,
1: man. I like that, with the white flames on stuff on it. I like yeah, that.
2: that's my best guitar, besides the tuning. Um, can I mention my amp, too? Yeah, it's not absolutely. In the, yeah, it's not in the picture um my favorite amp is the katana the little one i use at my house yeah but at the shows i would use the um was it the evh amp and i recently got into doug's amp the custom which was my guitar teachers okay and it's my best one and i always use it nice (laughs) love it nice best thing ever got balls (laughs) (laughs) it really does that's the gain. that's what it says on the gain knob and there's a little button next to it that says more balls and Uh, let me tell you i have
3: it on actually
1: says that yes
3: Yes. the button says that it was a joke for a minute
1: that's pretty funny I need one of those. That's pretty funny.
2: Getting
1: custom. So uh, you have uh, some news reporter uh, sheets in front of you, and I believe that that is your your uh, upcoming gigs and shows and things like that. So uh, why don't you run us down some of that stuff?
3: I've got you. This is like <laughs> the communications in me. There you okay. go. But seriously. So we have, for September, we have four shows, and we have September 2nd, which is our Matthews gig and it's with the 46 and tool and nothing sho- nothing's shocking. I don't think we've actually played with them yet. No, I, I, don't, don't, I don't recognize think so. that. I I know <laughs> I've seen I think I've seen the tool cover.
1: They're <laughs> really good. I've seen them, yeah.
2: Yeah, I've seen Front row seats right on the staircase next to
3: the stage. <laughs> um oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next the next show is a little it's a little bit bigger. It's in Clearwater, so okay. not here, Um, and that's on September 9th. It's at OCC Roadhouse, and it's with the ACDC tribute band Noise Pollution, and I'm pretty sure they're from California.
1: Oh, nice. So (laughs) they're they're
3: coming from a long way. I guess it's supposed to be a pretty good crowd, so that's fine. You know, great opportunity, and it's for... um, The guy who like gets the all the bands i think he like goes by beanie guy because he always wears beanie but it's his birthday bash so september babies
1: all right so that's probably gonna be a pretty pretty good size gig then
3: yeah Yeah. nice nice um and then the day after my birthday september 23rd (laughs) we have a show at prosperity breweries in boca with the shake
1: nice shout out to ricky and the guys
3: yeah I may or may not play violin. I don't know yet.
1: <laughs>
3: Maybe I'll forget it at home. Maybe I'll bring it. Who knows?
1: <laughs> have you been playing violin with them?
3: I have because I recorded something with them.
1: Oh, that's right. Ricky was telling me about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome.
3: And now they want me uh, to play it every time
1: I, I th- come. You should. You should. If you're on the album, you should. It's
3: it's definitely going to be a different experience because I'm so used to playing in like really big groups. Thinking of. My school's largest orchestra has sure. 90 plus members.
1: Sure. But but you know when you're out there and you're singing and you're playing your bass though I mean you're you're like f- you know fully exposed out there like you know without a huge orchestra around but you. It's so it's different. Nah, it's bass. It's it's not different. <laughs> it's it's so the same different. it's the same thing you could do it it's the same thing. And then what's your next gig after that?
3: The 24th the day after. Okay. And it's at Cagney's with whiplash so his yeah. guitar uh, guitar teachers. Nice. nice. <laughs> and my guitar teacher. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, awesome.
3: Um and it's tribute to Early Metallica. So Awesome,
1: yeah. awesome, awesome. Well, uh <laughs> as far as uh we usually do a little shameless plug for Killbillies at this point, and uh Killbillies this weekend are playing at uh I have to Check my check my calendar here. Maxi's lineup on Friday, so that's kind of fun. That'll be in uh, in Jupiter, um, and I think that's all we have this weekend. I don't think Ben has a, a solo or anything um, because I am not going to be here next week. I'm going to Columbia. Oh, um, nice, um,
0: wow. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, it's uh, you know f- for crazy art reasons, but um, but it has been an absolute pleasure having you guys on here. Um, it was uh, it was fun. Um, you know, we usually have. Uh, older older uh, musicians on here and they're just boring and uh, no no Aww. you got you guys have been really fun though i i uh, i really enjoyed talking to you guys i enjoyed you know finding out a little bit more about you guys and how you guys got started and everything <laughs> so hopefully you guys had a good time too yeah, and i, I, I it. appreciate you guys coming out all thank right. you
3: for having us yeah, I feel like you like i keep smiling my face <laughs> is going
1: to hurt you have to keep smiling it's part of the podcast smile etiquette smile for the camera <laughs> <laughs> all right peace out guys
0: Check it out, it's what we're doing One. Come and check it out